Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and welcome to another episode of SoCal Sweat. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the diet and training of a professional sumo wrestler. Professional sumo wrestlers are also known as rikishi. There's a natural tendency to see a sumo wrestler's size and assume he may be out of shape, overweight, obese. Yeah, they're big, but they actually have a high percentage of muscle as a result of building the perfect body in order to maximize their mighty fighting power. One such famous sumo wrestler who was hilarious, Muscle Man Bayamba, weighed in at 350 pounds but only had 11% body fat. How interesting. Their basic practice called keiko involves four different elements, which is shako, teppo, matawari, and suriyashi. Each one is difficult and focuses on the primary necessities of becoming a good fighter, which is flexibility, balance, strength, speed, stamina, and stance. Many live in the same home as a community where they eat, sleep, and train together, literally like hibernating bears. They wake up in the mornings to train for five hours on a, five grueling hours, may I say, on an empty stomach. Because when you're doing all of that combat for five hours, you want an empty stomach. And when they come home, they have an enormous diet of lunch centered around the chanko nabe. This is a hearty stew which is loaded with vegetables like bok choy, daikon, mushrooms, gobo, green onions, cabbage, you name it, every vegetable. And they include lean proteins like chicken, tofu, fish, and meatballs. And this all comes together in a dashi broth, which, which is a clear broth. And then to balance all of this, just like other athletes may do, they consume more veggies and safe starches like rice and noodles. Then they go to sleep and they train upon rising. And they come home and have a dinner of fried mackerel, udon noodles, and ample amounts of salad. But, huh, don't let them fool you. They do like to indulge and have fun. The sumo wrestlers do love to drink their beer. Oh yes, one must indulge. Well now today, I bring on my very good friend, Americus Abasamus, who is actually Filipino. And interestingly enough, he was picked up because of his look for a role in film and television. It first was a commercial, and he had to go and train to become an actual sumo wrestler just because he had the look. They wanted him to have the training, or at least the very basic training. Well, he began to love it, and as he booked more jobs, well, he might as well just get better at sumo wrestling and really found a love for it. So you will will have seen him in many, many commercials, television shows, and he's worked all across the globe for film and television, but he also competed and did very, very well in sumo wrestling. I mean, to name a few, he, where did he actually, he was a professional wrestler and in 2011, at the California Sumo Open, he took first place in the heavyweight and openweight divisions. 
In the 2011 Nationals in Las Vegas, he took second place into the Masters Heavyweight and third in the Masters Openweight Divisions. Member, he's also a member of the United States Sumo Federation, California Sumo Association, and is also a United States veteran in the Army. Born in Jersey City to a Filipino family, I bring you Captain Americus Abysamus. Well, hello there, my darling. How are you, well, Captain Americus? <laughs> Doing Any, fine. Anything interesting for Thanksgiving weekend? No, it's like with the LA shutdown and everything going on, it's pretty much staying at home with the family. So yes, can't go I, with see the relatives. Well, good. I just happened to see that. Is it your Bailey Boo that just turned nine? Your Bailey she Boo turned Chihuahua? nine back in the, on November 11th. She's nine years old. She's the Boo. <laughs> the Boo. She's a Where is a, she? a nine eleven birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come here, Bailey. You want to see? Come on. Come here. You want to say hi? Come here. There we go. There she is. Hi, Bailey Boo. <laughs> well, Bailey Boo, She's you like... have this in, in huge sumo wrestler <laughs> in front of me holding a tiny chihuahua with a pink sweater named Bailey Boo. <laughs> Again, never judge a book by its cover. So, Americus, thank you so much yeah, for being here today. Yeah, big guy with today. a small dog. Yeah, the one exactly. Exactly, and the nice and <laughs> some of the nicest people too. So, yeah. your name, your full name is Americus uh, Sumo Captain Abasamus, and yeah. you came. So from it's like Americus Abasamus, but then I got the nickname Captain or Sumo since I've been doing Sumo since two thousand seven now. Okay, so you really so you were raised in Jersey City. Yeah, and born born and raised as the Jersey boy out there in Jersey City on the mm -hmm. East Coast. Did, were you with brothers? How did this all happen? I have a younger brother. I have okay. a one year younger brother and then an older half sister back in the Philippines. Okay. And did you come from sports? Had you already done football or? <laughs> Not really. Um, back in high school, I was mostly in the, uh, did the karate club out there. And then I started the explore program with the United States Army uh, National Guard. Okay. Back in 80. Yeah, I started back in. 87, I think I just started, yeah, eight, about 87, sure. 88. Okay, so then you did, then you did the military. Thank you so very then much. Then I uh, enlisted for, for two years. Okay. Um, but I, I, uh, I was training over at uh, Fort Dix uh, during my pre-training. And then, of course, you, uh, I was with Armour, so it's Fort Knox, and then back to Fort Dix, and then back to West Orange, where my unit was at the time. And you were the 50th Division in the Delta Dragons. Yeah. Second Battalion, Hundred Second Armor, okay, Delta an, Company. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your great service. Yeah. I'm sure you've kept in touch with a lot of those guys, and, and it's all, a few of them. I've, I've uh, luckily with Facebook, uh, you get to uh, be able to connect with them. You certainly do. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, you said you did, you got into the sport of sumo not until 2007. How did that happen? Um, I actually did some sumo wrestling for film and TV beforehand, but. Officially started uh, amateur sumo wrestling back in 2007. Um, I was doing a uh, Ford commercial uh, uh, for Fox, and unfortunately, they didn't use it. They didn't use the commercial. But uh, I met uh, one of the directors of the uh, uh, one of the sumo clubs here in LA. So they asked me to join up and uh, and uh, try it out, and then compete uh, am in amateur sumo wrestling here in America, which. Most people don't know is 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 still a growing sport. 
Absolutely. So you really kind of got into it by accident just because of the look yeah. you had, because for our listeners who are not in film and television, even if we're not, don't possess a certain talent, if we look a certain way and we fill the part, we'll book, we'll book, you know, we'll book it. You could book it over a champion sumo wrestler because yeah. they may not have the look that, that, or they might yeah. they not be good looking enough. It's really sad, but it's just, you know, all objective, but still, yeah. I love that that was kind of accidental. And when you were, when you were on set, did you work with a stunt coordinator and then he was showing you certain moves and you just became interested? Yeah, um, there was an advisor on set uh, to do certain moves. Um, I, luckily, I learned through YouTube also uh, how to do certain did motions. Uh, did the research. And then uh, once I started getting into sumo wrestling uh, training practices, uh, went early in the last uh, early years, going to practices uh, with the California Sumo Association at the time. And then uh, it got me work around the world uh, during the last few years, going from uh, different parts of the world, from South Africa, Germany, even got to Beirut, which is weird to be wow. hired as a sumo wrestler out there and uh, different yeah. other parts of the country as well. What wonderful experience. And when you say that you traveled, that was when you were, com you got really serious and you went into competing or was it more for film shoots? Um, I did the competing to just stay in practice. Um, but for the film and then TV and commercial work around the world, um, I got referred and then got sent over uh, to do and get hired to do these uh, commercial jobs, print jobs uh, in uh, Europe, in uh, South Africa. And then uh, it helped me get other work as well. I even worked on a non-sumo thing, but they, they liked my size. I was doing a, a Volkswagen commercial for uh, Beijing and uh, Shanghai. So they f actually flew me out there. Had to do an audition here in LA and then got picked <laughs> because of my size. And I was the only one in the tuck. So. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny because basically you got picked because you're pretty face and you're in your, but you're really not as and size, big as... Yeah. Exactly. No, I'm not. Tall. Yeah, I'm only six feet tall, and the heaviest I usually was was about 360 to 380 at the time, back a few years ago. I'm down now to around 300, 310, depending okay. on if I have to compete or not uh, later on. But uh, I'm actually trying to lose more weight to try to get back under 300, so I lose some of the extra pounds. <laughs> Interesting, and that's what I really wanted to get into. Um, I just find it fascinating that, I mean, you're larger than life though. You always seem, even though you're six feet tall, I always, cause I'm five, eight. And then when I'm wearing yeah. heels, I guess we're like almost even height <laughs> or even sometimes me tall. It's crazy. Yeah. You seem, you seem like a, like a wonderful, like giant of a man, well-proportioned of course. And I just happened to read that. Is it Bayamba muscle man? He is 350 pounds with 11% body fat. That's yeah. A wrestler and he's a coach i'm sure yeah he's he so. has a similar he's, he's a little bigger than me but he has a similar build to me that's why we we get uh Bianca and i we get hired uh, as a pair to do some of these sumo gigs out uh around the world or around here in the country in the u.s uh or get yeah uh get hired uh, or we also actually compete against each other for the uh, auditions <laughs> for oh, the work too so as you, well so he lives here and you work with him here well he uh, he used to live uh he passed away back in february unfortunately but uh yeah 
Um, but he, yeah, he lived here in LA. He also was uh, living in uh, Chicago half the time there because he's got family out there as well. So such a great but, sense uh, of humor. He used to, yeah, he used to live here for the last few years in LA. Yeah, and I'm sure you checked out some of the restaurants that he would take his some of his <laughs> yeah. students to. Um, yeah, but there's it, um, in in terms of food, like well, we're about to talk about now. Um, there's really no. Uh, standardized diet for amateur sumo wrestlers in the professional league in Japan it's a little different uh, but the, here in the US it's pretty much you can eat whatever you want sure. I miss I miss the buffets out here no definitely I know but some if you go bit, go to the Midwest I promise you they're still there I was just there two weeks ago <laughs> no I was like really fascinated because I think that people just think that sumo wrestlers eat whatever they want and just pile it right. on. And like you said, in America, sometimes it's not taken as seriously perhaps as Japan or some of these other countries where it's more yeah. popular. Um, I just happened to watch, you know, the, the diet of the Chakanabe, which, you know, so yeah, many people would think that, that you would just eat tons of processed food. This, this wonderful stew is, is all vegetables, protein, rice, and it's usually right. a 10,000 calorie per day diet which is crazy. Yeah. Because uh, let, me, uh, let me give you a perspective. In Japan, they train first thing in the morning They uh, for a few hours. They don't even eat breakfast. They wait until lunch. They'll have the chonkanabe and beer at lunch. And what yep. they do afterwards is sleep. Sleep it so it all keep, uh, stays in. All the uh, calories, all the, uh, oh yeah, all the nutrients stay in. And that's how they get bigger. And then they continue training after a few hours of sleep and uh, do the process all over again uh, for dinner. It's like a hibernating bear. <laughs> yeah. That goes in the that, That's how they keep the pounds in there because they're over. Some of them average from 300 to 400, 500 pounds. Oh my god! And some of it's almost half, half their, is their muscle, muscle mass in addition to the fat. Yes. I mean, I see 11% body fat on a 350 pounder. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I guess, is it, is it mostly, does it, is it mostly coming from the rice because if you look at the, if you look at some of the stews, right? Like, well, the, the stews they make with chicken, beef, uh, fish—it's all the proteins in there. Right. In addition to a lot of cabbage and mushrooms and all the vegetables that are added into the stew as well. Mm -hmm. And they eat a lot of it, and plus the beer—that's uh, get their carbs in there too. Okay, and that was so funny. So, <laughs> is it a certain kind of beer? It must be like a Japanese beer that's fortified with nutrients, or is it just? They drink no, beer. just whatever beer is available for them. <laughs> oh, well, that sounds like a pretty good sport for a lot of people, actually. Yeah, um, but but they, yeah and then the difference here in, uh, in America um, for our wrestlers here, they pretty much eat whatever they want. And some, are, some, are, some of them just have a good metabolism. Some even have a fast metabolism because um, there is a difference from uh, Japanese sumo wrestling to amateur sumo wrestling, which is the rest of the world. Um, because... They, um, I think we we're uh, discussing about, they have their own stable and they're there 24 seven. Here the in the US and all the amateurs, uh, wrestlers around the world, they don't stay in stables. They just have regular lives. We do this as a, a hobby and, uh, and then it's a, it's a serious hobby, but it's also building sport right now. They're trying to get the super wrestling into the Olympics right now. But uh, it won't make it until uh, for next year's Japan. But I think they'll do a special ceremony with sumo wrestlers in okay. the Olympics for next year. But you get that added bonus of you just happen to be good looking with the talent, and then they put you on camera. <laughs> it's like the perfect. Yeah, 
I'm hoping that, yeah, they'll fly me out there for, uh, if I get a book a job out there. Yes, definitely. And then for the next Olympics, for sure, you can be the face of the sport. Who knows? Although that would probably yeah, who knows? raise controversy. Um, well, that that's <laughs> fascinating. And I also saw that, just watch some of the YouTube videos in the stables. It's very ceremon ceremonial. They all yeah. get up together. They all cook together. They, they clear each other's plates. I mean, and there's so right. much respect where usually you can think, and teams are usually respectful of one another on the team, yeah. but a lot of people are competing against each other. There didn't seem to be right. competition. Everyone seemed to be happy for themselves and such respect to the coaches. I mean, they just bowed yeah. down, worship these coaches. Well, yeah, it's all, it's a 15 year, a 1500 year old sport and it's developed throughout the years. And then they, as the modern world comes in and catches up into sumo wrestling, a few modifications come into play, but in Japan, it's all traditional, all serious there. And then in amateur sumo, it's a little more laid back. Uh, some of the ceremonies are cut down just because of time. Some people just have a short attention span and they can't deal with all this uh, ceremonial stuff. But if, uh, when you look at different uh, videos from different countries, yeah, it's a much faster pace and, um, and a wide variety of divisions now. In, sum in Japan, uh, Japanese sumo wrestling, all all the wrestlers are there at one. There's no divisions no, uh, of different sizes or stuff like that. In amateur sumo, there's lightweight, middleweight, light heavy now, and uh, heavyweight. And also now we have men and women divisions, and in, in addition to kids and teenager divisions as well for the uh, world uh, championships. How was it fair of, of competing against who, sizes? That doesn't seem fair. Well, everyone's grouped in in uh, in their divisions, and then there's also the open weight, which is a free for all, as well. So there's a uh, opportunity for like a lightweight to go up against a heavyweight. So that sure. brings up some interesting uh, 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 challenges that come like up. Like a McGregor, it. but it's some a... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. But if you see some of the. Uh, uh, YouTube videos that in the past few years, we've had a uh, lightweight go up against a heav heavyweight and a lightweight wins because he just knows how to outmaneuver the big sure. guy. Sure, much faster. Yeah. There has and to then be the women, yeah, injuries. and the women's division is starting to build up too now. So and that's what the do big they thing wear? we're pushing for. Um, they have the whole uh, one-piece uh, leotard. So okay. it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, like Borat. I know. <laughs> uh, it's pretty, no, more, actually a little more, uh, uh, what do you use for the public eye, family friendly now. Sure, yeah. sure. And the men can wear, still wear the mawashi or have the shorts underneath as well. Okay, wow. So something doesn't accidentally <laughs> Absolutely. <fall laughs> Tell me that the women don't go against the men, or is it just a free-for-all for that too? Actually, uh, I, I went to a... Uh, tournament in Austin, Texas recently, and we had our first men and then women's uh, open weight together. So it was an interesting uh, setup oh. because we just didn't have enough people all together. So we, it was decided uh, from the host director to add the women into the open weight division. So we just did a co-ed uh, men's and women's uh, open weight. That was the only time I've seen it happen uh, officially here oh, in the US. That's so the first time, which was cool. It's a good to see. It was actually interesting. It absolutely is. And good, good for these women. I mean, I'm obviously all about female, female empowerment and sports yeah. and everything else. So I, it's very interesting for me to check out. So thank you for telling me. I'd love to interview a woman going into that too. Mm. So, wow, that's incredible. Um, when your ceremonies, you say they're a little shortened in America. Is it more of like yeah. a Muay Thai, the Muay Thai ceremonies? 
Um, it's um, actually more streamlined than that. It's just okay. basically the uh, cherry chozu, which is before entering the ring. We do our quick ceremony similar to that in Japan, and then uh, and then uh, do our uh, pre uh, fight stance and everything before the actual uh, tachiya, which is the actual cl uh, collision between wrestlers. Okay, but it, it's very shortened. It's very shortened. But again, like you said, the amateurs in America, we need a, we have a shorter attention span, whereas the yeah, Japanese have less stress and they all live us all the time. So yeah. just yet another example of that. Because the cherry chozu can go in Japan like almost five to ten minutes long. It's like, oh no, that, no. we got to keep going. We got we have a time uh, time exactly. Uh, effect to go it takes on, only so, so we have long. To keep moving. But then yeah, it's very quick. Uh, the cherry chozu is done in less than a minute, and then all the uh, pre uh, pre exhibition uh, before the tournament act, actual matchup comes in, then it goes and it can last from anywhere from two seconds to five minutes. And then if there's no winner at that time, it just restarts again. Okay, very interesting. Um, but back to, and what about safety? Have you gotten hurt or had any setbacks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, since uh, sumo wrestling is a very physical uh, sport, um, I've actually had a uh, fractured shoulder, twisted, uh, broken ankle, uh, concussion. Oh, God. So, yeah, it, it's very dangerous. That's, I've, we've had other wrestlers, uh, broke, broken legs, uh, busted knee, um, yeah, yeah, scrapes, uh, cuts and everything that goes along with it. It's very physical. Um, I mean, there are some safety factors we tell all wrestlers. Remember, this is just a sport. Don't go super crazy but some some just go out of just brute strength or technique and i it, did it's very very physical extremely and i watched a video where the average if, if, the, the professionals in japan their lifespan is cut by 10 years short yeah but then again that yeah. could be a lot of athletics because of the injuries and again right. concussions it, collisions. yeah and also weight and you know uh, being diabetic. I'm also diabetic right now. I, I have mm. high blood pressure, but it's controlled. Um, that's why I'm also losing weight to reduce the uh, di uh, diabetes. I'm type 2 and uh, high cholesterol, <laughs> high blood pressure. So that's all being uh, taken you, care of. And you will be able to control that because of your, yeah, yeah. your regimen and everything like that. Yeah. And let's just say that you, you book a big commercial in you know, Beirut for, for Volkswagen or something. God knows what. Um, and then I, I think that one was in Beirut was uh, Pizza Hut. Oh, oh, even better. So Pizza Hut. Yeah. You're fine. But you know, you could get one, you know, in the very near future. So yeah, I think we'll be back on camera soon. And it's, as we know, the camera adds 10 pounds. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but I love that you have it, you have it under control. So you could actually, I mean, looking at the, at the sumo wrestler diet, being so healthy, I mean, the one that in Japan and in right. other countries. Yeah. Uh, do you also some incorporate some of your Filipino-based cuisine in some of the cuisine? Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'll still have my uh, lumpia Shanghai, <laughs> my uh, yeah. pancit. I'll still have that. Sure. Uh, all, pretty much all the Filipino food I can still eat. But I, I, I'm, I'm always partial to Japanese food, and then Italian would be next up. Yeah, Italian. <laughs> Filipino just... food and pretty much every barbecue. I'm also a big barbecue fan. So, yeah, go for Texas or some Kansas City or even uh, Without, Tennessee no, uh, barbecue. Absolutely. No judgments. I, yeah, food is just, it's, it's, that's why this is so interesting for. I'm a big foodie. I, I do a sumo foodie thing too. So, I was like, uh, 
try like to try out different restaurants. It's very and, entertaining. Uh, and yeah, you do grand openings in your in your ceremonial yeah. suit and you do videos for them. I'll put all of the links so Yeah, I recently started doing that now. So it's, like if there there's a big uh, uh, Japanese restaurant grand opening going on, I'll contact them if they want me to come down. Hey, I'll come down and and uh, give them a good uh, show. <laughs> there's a there's a big market for that. That yeah. would be incredible. I mean, that, that could be your next side job. You you know, you could have yeah, a, know, right? a show on the food network. Who knows? This is yeah. a very specific niche that people would be interested in especially the 10,000 calorie a day diet which you're not yeah. I right think now. no I'm, I'm down to I'm down to less than 5,000 to 2,000 calorie day now that's, so that's like, good yeah. good we'll get you under we'll get you out of the, that that type two diabetes more <laughs> now have you does hazing exist is there hazing done in these sports tech uh uh, officially, there should, uh, there's no hazing, or but there's name calling and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But unofficially, there has been some hazing issues, but uh, it's frowned upon. Especially, it's supposed to be uh, be uh, an honorable sport. Um, there has been some hazing incidents in the past, but the, the U.S. Federation cover, that covers the whole U.S. North American. Uh, wrestlers out here. Um, it's supposed to be an honorable sport and we try to maintain that and just give warnings to wrestlers uh, that are uh, athletes. Uh, just don't do it. It's it's just not an honorable way to, to uh, compete. Right, especially watching... You, can, you can cheer them on. You can, yeah, uh, root for them and everything. Yeah, yeah it's like it, there's always an intimidation factor uh, that's involved with athletes and uh, and that's that's uh, prevalent in all the sports. But this is, these combat sports seem to seem to relish that. And it's also good for press. Yeah. And America yeah. loves that. <laughs> I myself love that. I love the fights. I hate to say it. This, that's like fascinating. Yeah. Like when the NHL took the, took the fights out, it's like, well. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. Yeah, it became a, <laughs> it's like mediocre watching. It's like, yes. oh, this fight. I mean, that was like what you looked forward to. <laughs> or like, even in baseball and football, it's like, oh, yes. you see a fight going on. Oh, everyone's coming out of the dugout. <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> I know. And I, I hate to think that it's not like we want to put on, you know, bring on violence, but let's just face it. I know. We're drawn to that. I, I mean, yeah. I, I love, I love the sport. I love UFC and, and MMA and I love boxing. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, yeah. UFC, uh, their, uh, their intimidation towards each other is like, yeah, who, who, who's got the big, the big mouth. Uh, and then once they go into the ring, that's how they solve it. <laughs> and then who was the bigger, you know what, too. I mean, the whole thing. Does the UFC recognize sumo as one of their, you know, We've kind of had former uh, UFC uh, competitors in the past, but it's right now, we really don't have a connection with them right now. It's just past people who competed in the past and then wanted to try out sumo wrestling and see how they'll do. Um, but it, the, with sumo wrestling, it's open to everyone. We've had football players come here, power lifters, weightlifters. Uh, yeah, uh, pro wrestling uh, people have come in the past. Yeah, uh, we've had different types of uh, player uh, athletes come in and try it out. Okay, do you? I, I would. I would think that other athletics may benefit from the techniques that you do in sumo and certain combats. I mean, what is the training like? I, I'm sure you have many ceremonial things that you do together. Some of the yeah. Um, some of the weight? training. We well yeah. Um, Lifting weights is uh, one of the one of the options because uh, some people want to have muscle mass compared to fat, and uh, also endurance uh, because you don't know how long you're going to be in the ring. 
uh, into the doyo and you got to have the endurance to stay in there as long because you can see two big guys going at it and you burn a lot of energy real quick Very much so. and, and start to get tired. So weightlifting, endurance training, um, and like, like I said, with the different divisions, lightweight, you see the fast, quick pace uh, of the athletes compared to a heavyweights, which is just bronze strength and, uh, and endurance just to hang on or be able to push up your opponent or just take, uh, just, just full on brute strength and, and hope for the best after that. What about like, even in wrestling, the, some of the grappling and even some of the ways yeah. to bring down your weight, like the saunas, treadmills and the saunas, do you have to, is it as strict as some of like the boxing or the wrestling where you- No, no. Okay. With sumo wrestling, it's open to all types of training. Uh, if you need even to gain the weight, lose the weight, eat, uh, eating diets, all that stuff, it's, it's very open. Um, mm -hmm. It depends on the person that's competing anywhere from the lightweight to the heavyweight. Um, and also it's on the individual itself. So it's just, uh, it's just uh, up to each person, really. And it's open. It doesn't have, there's no limits to it. The only thing we just say is no drugs and no uh, enhancement uh, because they're, we're trying to follow the same uh, protocols in uh, in professional sports uh, as well as because uh, with the recent uh, incidences back in uh, in Russia. the professional, mm -hmm. uh, yes, there was an incident uh, with one of the Russian uh, wrestlers as well in Japan. And, it was Russia yeah, in that general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not following the <laughs> and rules. others, but we're not going there. But right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it was a it was a big thing about that in Japan a few years ago. So okay, yeah. that's great. I'm sure people you know experiment with it. And what about like human growth hormones or things like that? Would that be okay? Like um, what does right now? I don't think it's allowed at the moment in our sports and in amateur sumo. It, it usually it's not a big thing until it gets gets into the Olympics. I think okay. at that point. But they yeah. don't test you once. Going once in. in the Olympics, that's a different story. Sure, that, that sure. becomes a different story. But you don't get tested going in, like for the no. anabolics or anything like no. that. No, the, um, because we are an amateur sport and it's. The sport is still small. Uh, it's very difficult to test, but uh, there is an option to test if necessary, but it, it's expensive. And okay. usually the host uh, director would have to uh, put up the bill for that. Um, it, it depends on cost right now, and it's okay. still expensive to do testing of all the uh, athletes and everything. But it is still, we're still trying to follow the rules with that. Sure, especially to get to the Olympics. Now, but yeah. really, basically for the for the training, do you do any kind of cardio? Because I'm sure, especially with the big guys with endurance. I mean, I I love boxing. Before I was injured, I was yeah. boxing, and I'm still trying to get back into it. Um, I mean, just one minute of like, you know, just the heavy bag. <laughs> yeah. Out worse than if you're like running sprints. I mean, how do they do any kind of cardio or just like a lot? Um, like I said, it's, it's up to the individual. Um, before I was doing the biking around, uh, running around, I was doing laps around my, uh, my neighborhood, just do a, around the block several times just to, uh, but that was years ago. So sure, did yeah. that hurt your knees? Um, with the extra weight that you start to feel the, yeah. feel it in my feet, my ankles, my knees. Yeah. Okay. But I was still, 
uh, be able to do that. Uh, I think biking was a good alternative because it didn't overstress my knee points at that point. I can just keep going and run, uh, just uh, bike the miles out uh, to get my cardio instead of doing uh, flat out running. Sure. Now, would you go back to maybe joining some practices in order to get your weight down as far as taking yourself off? Uh, yeah. Um, the big thing about amateur wrestling uh, in the U.S., I believe, um, it's just time availability and plus availability with the other cl uh, club members because uh, e in each state, there's a few clubs that are big. The big ones are like California, Texas, sure. um, East Coast. Uh, Florida is now becoming a big major uh, uh, spot for wrestlers now. Uh, Midwest, we had Kansas City. And then uh, up in the Northwest is Oregon and Seattle. We got wrestlers also out there too as well. That's great. Uh, but it, it's, it, the problem is trying to get everyone together for it, per individual uh, club to uh, practice. And some, some are doing it every week, once a day, once a, day, uh, uh, once a week, I mean, um, or once every two, two weeks or something like that. But uh, some, it depends on the club uh, organization that uh, in each state. Okay. I would think with the popularity of the UFC, um, it's kind of opened, opened the eyes for, to people for all martial arts, including sumo. Yeah. And that's why I wonder if the UFC even recognizes that, like if Dana White were to come in there and sort of re start recruiting with the sumos. Yeah. And I know that I think the UFC is even revamping their own heavyweight, all the divisions. Right. It doesn't seem fair. Well, I remember, I think Aki Bono competed as well. I think he competed once or twice on the uh, circuit, the uh, UFC circuit, a few years. This was a few years ago. Okay. But I haven't seen any real heavyweight uh, sumo wrestlers uh, in the UFC lately. Okay. Um, in terms of our membership, I haven't seen anyone in the UFC at the moment uh, that are, that are competing in there and if I don't remember of any uh, wrestlers right now okay. competing in UFC sure but uh, there has been sumo in in the UFC like I said I think it was Aki Bono was uh, competed uh, once or twice in this in the uh, yeah back in the 80s or night I think it was back in the 80s I think, okay. I think it was um, and and you look like the rock I'm sure you're Compared to the rock, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, some people say I'm the I'm the sumo rock, the fat rock. <laughs> well, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> the I mean, sumo crazy, rock, but you have the same. Yeah, I do the eyeball face. thing. Yes, the people's you do. Eyebrow. <gasps> you definitely do. <laughs> uh, he is he, he is he's Samoan, isn't he? He's a uh, Polynesian uh, and black. Okay, yeah. okay. And you're, uh, yeah, in your full Filipino. Next, I'm Phil, Phil, full Filipino. Okay, very interesting. Um, I think but there's that, some Polynesian in there somewhere. I just don't. Sure. I don't know. No, I can see whole it. Family line. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. I've played Hawaiian before. Simone, and you're a so, good dancer. So. <laughs> I've seen you dance in your life. <laughs> I only dance when I, I usually get paid for it. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But you, hey, yeah. you've got you've got the skills to pay the bills because obviously, yeah, you got recruited for the pretty face, and then. But you, uh, I'm not good enough for dancing with the stars or anything. Sure, so. sure. <laughs> Someone could body the rock and body double you. That and what yeah. which, just but speaking of the rock, would you have ever wanted to go into WWE when that was popular? Um, I did some uh pro wrestling, but I never went into the I thought about the WWE, but uh, my career was more into acting than uh, into well, look the at WWE. John Cena. 
yeah. that's what he well, loves he, about he, wrestling. He started out, yeah, he started out in the WWE and then moved over to film. Same thing with The Rock and with the yeah. uh, same thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. But and I a few heard, other wrestlers that transferred over to film and TV. Very much so. And John Cena just said, when, when wrestling stopped, he said, I, he, missed the, he missed the acting part of it, the hosting yeah. part of it, and creating that character. So, and now he's producing. So it really yeah. seems to seem to be, you guys went And opposite. a lot of commercials too. Absolutely. <laughs> so no, this is something you, you keep, you keep doing this, these cooking shows, yeah. what you have and you know, you would be the next one. So I think it's, that's really interesting, but yeah, I, I'm very impressed. And so again, for the training, really, it depends on, on each individual. It's, it's, it, yeah. Each individual is different. Um, yeah. But if for me, it's, it was usually the biking and then the weightlifting um, to get my uh, strength up and endurance okay. build up from there. Okay. Um, and so f- from here on in, would you be looking at sort of the, the traditional Japanese um, sumo diet as far as how you, the clean eating with the, with the stews and the lean proteins, maybe the rice uh, just to help yourself? Well, with I'm the- still... I'm, I, I enjoy having Japanese food, so I pretty much yeah. follow that uh, type of Perfect. diet. A lot of uh, sushi, sashimi, <laughs> udon, ramen, and uh, yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> but, um, I think for every day, it's just I can uh, pretty much eat uh, whatever is available, uh, whatever my taste of the day is. I, like I said, I'll do Italian, have sure. Italian food. Uh, Japanese, Thai, Vietnamese, yeah. uh, or American cooking. <laughs> are you are you keeping track of the macros then? If you if you swap because the Japanese diet is so clean and fresh and um, yeah. healthy. I just because I, 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 I care yeah, about you. Like the natural healthy stuff. Uh, yeah. I try to avoid the processed foods. Unfortunately, here yeah. in America, we that's have a lot perfect. of processed food here. Exactly, and that, I still that's, do enjoy my McDonald's. And who doesn't? King. Yes, and you can in moderation. I just care about yeah. you. We want you on the planet for a long, long time to see that beautiful. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to lose the weight to go drop yep. another, drop and another 25 pounds. And you I will. Fine. You will. Yeah, but you're already on a roll. And you already compete. know what to do. So. Yeah. Um, and and then just also, did your family support you in all of this? Yeah, uh, they still support me. Um, my parents are still in Jersey. Uh, we, we had a tournament out there. Uh, I think was it to two two years ago two or three years ago and they were they i invited them to come down and uh, watch me compete so like it was good to see them uh seeing their son uh competing in sumo wrestling yes so they could brag to their to their friends and everything oh my son's a sumo wrestler <laughs> that's so cool yeah because and, there's, and for filipinos i'm one of like three filipinos in uh out of 100 150 athletes out there so yeah, it's very it's rare to have a Filipino because most Filipinos are small, sure. uh, skinny. I'm the big uh, the big uh, mutant in the in the family. <laughs> right. No, it's 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 a good thing. And are yeah. you, do they recognize you in the Philippines as a sumo wrestling athlete in America? No, it's it's it. I think in the, the big thing in the Philippines is still uh, Pacquiao in boxing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and that's then, uh, huge. Yeah, and basketball is their thing out there. So uh, sumo wrestling uh, hasn't been uh, uh, introduced into the Philippines okay. yet. Uh, I think that might be my next step, but it, it's going to be a slow process for that yeah, one. Yeah, but have you ever met yeah, have, Pacquiao? It's good to have another. I haven't met Pacquiao yet. Uh, okay. I met... Uh, I actually met and worked with uh, Mark Munez, who was from the uh, UFC uh, MMA fighting. So right. 
I worked with him on a recent uh, film that just uh, premiered in Hawaii. So we worked together on that project. I haven't seen the movie yet. I want to see it uh, soon. I, it's called uh, Lumpia with the Vengeance. <laughs> Lumpia with a Vengeance. Well, I'll put that yeah. in the notes. And anything, <laughs> are you shooting anything else during this pandemic? Um, during the pandemic, it's been weird because, uh, yeah, during the first beginning, like March, April, May, June, it was slow. Nothing, well, nothing was going on until August, I think was the big thing with everyone. Production started up again. I started working on, uh, started out with a music video and eventually some of the TV shows starting, uh, but it was mostly doing background or auditioning for principal work now. Um, but yeah, it's work out here in LA is starting to come back again. Um, it's just not as busy as it used to be. That's the big, I think that's the big thing right now. Absolutely. Uh, just, just, uh, and the uh, character type for me, it's, it's, there, oh, it's almost non-existent. So whatever, uh, role comes around, it's mostly basic. Asian or the big guy, something yeah, like that. Absolutely. And they're just going very, very basic, like real normal yeah. people. Yeah. There's not a lot of work yeah. for certain stereotypes right now. Right. Is, yeah but I still yeah. can't work anyway with the injury, but no, how can, what are your goals going forward? How, and how can we support you? I'll, I'll put all the social medias on in the notes. Well, I'm going to start doing more foodie, uh, uh, videos and content on that. It's my Please big thing. Do. Um, as I get older, uh, the sumo wrestling is starting to get harder and harder for me. Unfortunately, age does slow you down, unfortunately. Uh, but I'll still do more on the uh, sumo side. I'll still compete, but on the master's level, uh, you, that's usually uh, 40 years and older uh, will be uh, have the separate division as well. Okay. But uh, I'll be more on the administrative end uh, on the sumo wrestling world. Awesome. And then I still continue my acting career because I'll still play the cop or the big Asian uh, bodyguard guy or yeah, bodyguard or whatever comes around or even just a regular, regular role uh, character, whatever comes up. Uh, I, I'm represented. I got the managers. I got the agents. It's, it's just a matter of booking, it's hurry up uh, and wait. Yeah, yep. all that. Hurry up and wait, oh, or absolutely. do the self tapes now. It's it. This pandemic's really uh, changed the entertainment industry. That's the big thing. It's a little uh, with scary. Me is, yeah. But the good thing is, we have to be producers at this point. And you're doing yeah, yeah, that's the next thing. If I can hit the lottery, I've been always getting but, the lottery tickets. You know, Powerball, sure. <laughs> Mega Millions, and investing. Super but Blotto. even but continuing this cooking show. And I love some of the hashtags. Can you give me some of the hashtags that you have for these sumo foodie event, oh, adventure um, travels? Yeah, I have a sumo. Uh, yeah, I'll, sumo I'll put them all on there. Adventures. Yeah. Okay, I have that's the, the one I was looking for. And all that. Yeah, that's the big thing. I'm. That's my big tagline, or the most interesting sumo in the world. That's my other tagline. That's perfect. Uh, in the hashtag. Yeah. Because I've already been around the world, and I still. Uh, yeah, I wish I can do more international stuff. And but, you have uh, yeah, I have to wait. Stories, and this yeah. would be a really good show. And just even down to your T-shirt, I can see my guest, and it's. Um, America's is an impact our future and there's a huge dragon. Yeah, and that's for the uh, martial arts history museum, which I'm a member for. So. Oh, and I saw this you do the, a video on that logo, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I just did a, a video promoting because, uh, they haven't been able to, uh, uh do anything. stay open. They can't sure. do anything. No cool. events. The dragon fest was canceled. That was my big event. Uh, the go-to yeah. to uh, help promote sumo at the, uh, at the martial yes, arts, uh, convention is yes. dragon fest. That was the big thing. I do that, uh, last three years I was uh, representing sumo wrestling, uh, 
out there and uh, for new people to check it out. I even did a demo uh, two years, two or three years ago, but I run a booth and uh, help support Sumo, try to promote Sumo here in America. Like I said, most Americans don't know that there is Sumo wrestling here in the United States. Right. And oh it's God. growing, but it's not as popular or uh, in every state yet. It's not, uh, it's just uh, needs a further more promotion and more boost out there. It's just and I hope to do that in, yeah, I hope to do that through commercials. Uh, if uh, pro any uh, companies want to need a sumo wrestler, yeah, sure. I'll put my name out there. But that's a great goal to bring that sport because I think yeah. a lot of kids right now, because of the Zoom school and the fact that they're so antisocial, this would be another great way to get them in, you know, together and just in, in, in the upcoming future because I think kids are going to become yeah. more and more sedentary with the, with, again, the Zoom school, more video games. This is a great sport. There's discipline. I mean, if you go the, the Japanese side, but yeah. regardless, martial arts in general is a wonderful yeah. program. Or even, yeah, with the uh, children, uh, you know, with the pandemic, it's hard to do, but uh, like with martial arts, uh, different uh, like karate, That's judo cool. and all the other, yeah, some of the schools are closed because of it, but yeah. uh, doing the Zoom uh, videos and eventually as soon as the, this pandemic's over, hopefully some of the schools It'll will come back it. or we'll start training, yeah. yeah. And I think the UFC will help help push a lot of these martial arts and yeah. specifically because people do, are not, they don't know about it. And that's why I wanted to interview you and kind of dispel the myth of, you know, the 10,000 calorie diet, sumo wrestlers are not fat. I mean, it, especially the, the ritual, oh, no. ritualistic ones, not at all, yeah. not at all. It's just such clean eating with the, and again, ch Chaganabe. Chonkanabe, yeah, that's the stew of the sumos. <laughs> and it's all it's it's vegetables, protein, proteins, and, right. and broth, and then and then a lot yeah. of well, and you guys hibernate, you eat all, you <laughs> eat, and then you hibernate for a long time, and you start all over again. I think that's fascinating, but it is like a sleeping bear, literally, because if it's poked, yeah. it's gonna kill you, like like a sumo wrestler. So <laughs> yeah, you piss off a bear. <laughs> exactly, don't piss off America. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, I will put all the links below, and I am so excited for more sumo travel adventures, sumo foodie adventures, and yeah. um, I wish you and your wife- I'm open to try it out, any types of food. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait. I'd love for you to try some of my Eastern European that I was raised on, oh. I love. It is like the best, <laughs> and pe people are like, what is that? Like, yeah. I, would, I would bring it to school, like the leftovers, I'm like, ugh, gross. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh it's, I, miss, I miss having British food, German. Uh, oh, my God. It was so... When I did the trips out there, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. The food was just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a big thing, too. Um, being booked on these international gigs, you get the chance to experience different cultures, so especially important. the food. It's, it, yeah. it, it is. It really... And, and I realize we are so small. As Americans, we think we're like, you know, everything. And it's just, you, yeah. have to, you have to expand your horizon. So many people don't. And I just love that all of this sort of happened accidentally for you because it was yeah. me. So I am really, I, I love um, following your career. And every time I get to work with you or see it in addition, it's, it's just a joy. So anyway, well, best well, of luck. You. And I- Thank you. I'll, I'll contact oh, you in the end. Go sumo. <sighs> <laughs> And that was professional sumo wrestler, Hollywood actor, and sumo foodie, Captain Americus Abyssamus, on the diet and training for a professional sumo wrestler. You can find him on all social media at Capt Americus, and that is spelled C-A-P-T-A-M-E-R-I-C-U-S. 
Please stay tuned in next week for my interview about a very outside-of-the-box animalistic training method. It's fun, it's difficult, and it can be wild. (laughs) We appreciate you for listening. And please subscribe and rate the show with five-star ratings on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can always reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show. Anne McDaniels. And I'll see you next time on So Cal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.